Welcome back in, you dirty fucking cucks. Guess what? <clears throat> We've got a whole hell of a lot of fucking news from around the league. Let's start with... <clears throat> uh, Tony Pollard... Tagged by the Cowboys. That, we, ooh, I don't remember. We may have talked about that last time. No, I don't think that had happened yet. Ooh, man, I don't know. Time is uh, slipping by. Uh, <clears throat> Gino and the Seahawks. Three-year contract extension worth 105 mil. Ability to earn 52 in the first calendar year. Whatever. I wouldn't do it. Uh, Ravens. Non-exclusive tag on Lamar. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that means, it means that uh, <clears throat> any team can still make an offer on him and the Ravens can either choose to take said offer or can match that offer. Uh, I don't know. Continuous poor decision-making on the Ravens' part. Look, I understand. If you go to a new team, I don't expect a new team to give Lamar Jackson the Deshaun Watson deal. First of all, the Deshaun Watson deal was fucking ludicrous. It was asinine. I'm not mad at him for getting paid. Uh, you know, that being aside from who he is as a person. I'm mad at Cleveland for being fucking stupid. So fucking desperate that they go out and make that, that contract like he's fucking Pat Mahomes. Like he's Joe Burrow. Like he's Justin Herbert. He's not. I got news for you. Deshaun Watson made it back for a few games at the end of the season. He didn't look very impressive. Uh, do I feel like he's going to look better, you know, this season? Probably. Is he a top 10? Right now, I don't think so. If If he's not a top 10, why are we giving him top three money? And it's only top three money because it's, it's fully guaranteed. The $230 million guaranteed. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. The entire contract guaranteed. He hasn't earned it. <clears throat> and to a new team, Lamar is not worth that. Because they want to see... What have you done lately? Look, I yes, Lamar won an MVP, this and that, but he does have trouble staying healthy. And what have you done for me lately? I get that. If you're the Ravens, you know, A, if you 
ship out Lamar Jackson, you have to get an entirely new offense. Unless you're somehow lucky and are able to come away with a quarterback that is exactly like him, which I do not foresee. Whatever. Daniel Jones gets a four-year extension worth $160 million with 35 in incentives. The Giants continue to make poor decisions. Since when in the fuck is less than 4,000 total yards and 22 total touchdowns worth $40 million a year? They were talking about, you know, other people were like, oh, I wouldn't pay him, you know, a cent over 35. I'm like, that still feels like a lot. I was thinking like 26, 27 would be reasonable for what he is. Forty million a year. Well, because he gets a new head coach and he throws a few less picks. What has he done? He has literally done nothing. Whatever. And then after they signed Daniel Jones, they tagged Saquon. All right, man. Whatever. So, the Vikings released Adam Thielen, didn't trade, no nothing, just released Adam Thielen. I tell you who I'd love to see in red in this fine city. I'd love to see Adam Thielen in red. Because uh, Juju's probably out. If I had to guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they'll bring him back. Either Juju's out or MVS is out. But I'm I'm guessing that MVS is going to stick around and Juju's gone. I mean, Juju had the one year and, um, you know, not a lot to show for it to, to get... Resigned. Um, I'm fine with MVS 
staying. He doesn't get a lot of targets, but he's cheap. Uh, Adam Thielen, I do believe, can absolutely still be a low class one or a high class two. I mean, in Kansas City, I think he would be a low class one. Devin McCourty retired. Who cares? Uh, Texans signing Robert Woods to a two-year. Um, I guess trying to save money. I, I get it. I get it. They're just trying to save money. Because um, that's not, not a stellar get. I mean, I like Robert Woods, but he's not a superstar. Um, let's get to, and uh, this is from, uh, what happened like late Friday, early Saturday. I don't remember. Carolina took out the Chicago Bears giant cock. Pulled it right out of Chicago's pants and shoved the whole fucking thing in their mouth and then in their butt repeatedly. I mean, the Bears gave the Panthers a fucking pounding on this deal. Panthers get the number one pick. I don't know, maybe, maybe Bryce Young, I don't know, maybe Anthony Richardson, I don't know, I don't know who the Panthers are going to roll with, I think it's safe to assume they're going to get a quarterback, it's the Panthers, they'll take Will Levis or Max Duggan. It's a joke. They'll probably take Anthony Richardson because they feel like that he'll fit their team the best. Whatever. I don't super like any of these quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud looked okay. But I, I don't like any of the big-name quarterbacks. I didn't really like any of the big names last year. Or the year before that. I thought Zach Wilson was a bewildering pick. If I was an NFL team, I wouldn't draft a kid that, I don't know, looked nervous standing around black people. Fuck, he went to BYU. He grew up in Utah. What What do you expect? The kid probably never saw a black person up close in his life. Then, you know, you, I don't know if you guys remember or if you ever saw, he's standing there with some of the receivers and whatnot, 
was was that on draft day? I think that was on draft day. He's standing there with some guys, uh, and the receivers are just you know posing, just fucking around, having a good time. You know they're laughing, and Zach Wilson is just like half smile, nervous, step back a couple steps, give him space. And my instant thought before I ever saw this kid take a snap in a professional football game was, oh, he's not going to do well. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. If taking a picture with black guys makes you uncomfortable, this league ain't for you, bud. It ain't. I'm sorry. You're you're not going to go far if, if black people scare you. You're going to have several teammates that are black. You're going to have to be okay with it. You're going to have coaches that are black. You're going to see black referees. You're going to see black fans in the stand, especially going to New York. Uh, New York is a slash New Jersey is a very diverse place. You're going to have to fucking deal with it, bud. You know what I don't see? I don't see a lot of black Packers fans. Um, they don't want to live in Wisconsin. I don't want to live in Wisconsin. The only people that want to live in Wisconsin are really nice, really stupid white people. And I guess other people that don't have a choice. I don't know. This kid's standing next to fucking black receivers and he looks nervous as shit. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, he's not going to do okay. And... What do you know? Two years later, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Sauce, I mean, any fucking teammates he's got, they're like, get him gone. Not because we think he's a racist, because he's ass. Well, he's not thrown to white guys. He's nervous out there. He knows that everybody there is a better athlete than him. What did you expect? I'm not strictly saying that because, you know, black athletes are better than white athletes. I think it's kind of true. I don't know. Is that racist to say? Maybe. I don't know. I don't necessarily think, like, is is there such thing as a good form of racism? I don't know. I feel like that's not racist to say, but I feel like it'll upset somebody what can you do? It's already out there. Already said it. We're 15 minutes in. There's no turning back now. Not a lot of five stars going to BYU. White, black, Hispanic, Asian, fuck, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Not a lot of five stars going to BYU. Common sense would have told you that Zach Wilson wasn't the answer. But anyways, we'll, we'll get into more of that later. For right now, let's get back to this. After the Panthers took the Chicago Bears 13-inch long cock in their mouth and butt, they gave away two first-round picks, Two second round picks. And DJ Moore. 
So go ahead. Draft a quarterback. Who's he going to throw to? DJ Moore was was your your best receiver. And not only your best receiver, but actually looks like a good receiver playing on a very shitty team. It's just sad to say that, you know, well, he's going from a mediocre team to a piece of shit team. I'm... I mean, it is sad to see. Ooh, I forgot to silence my phone. Hopefully that wasn't too loud. It's sad to see. I like DJ Moore. I, I had DJ Moore on my on my fantasy team. I, I think he could really be a breakout guy with someone that can actually throw him the ball. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't dislike Justin Fields. He is very big. He's very strong. He's very fast. He's a great athlete. I don't know if he can throw. I've seen him make a couple good throws. A couple. His exciting run highlights heavily outweigh his exciting pass highlights. And I don't even need exciting passes. I just want to know, can you go in there and grind it when you have to? When the when the design quarterback runs aren't working. When you just can't run the ball, period. You can't scramble to, to, to gain a fucking yard if you tried. Can you stay in the pocket and grind it out? Because I promise, every quarterback has that game. They have to be able to stay in the pocket and grind it out. It's not going to happen every week. Some offenses are built like that. Some are built for mobile quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson has gotten far better at throwing the ball because he realized, shit, there are going to be times when I have to stay in the pocket and grind it out. Move the ball with my arm. I have to. Every quarterback has that game. Don't believe me? Watch. There are plenty of games where guys fucking break out, scramble. You got the QB design runs, and it's all well and good. And it may work 90% of the time. But that one game where the defense is just not giving you fucking any inch in rushing. Can you beat them with your arm? And I haven't really seen that from Justin Fields. I haven't really seen him win. It's not his fault he plays for a terrible team. He may be really, really good. But he had a very subpar group of pass catchers. Now he has a solid number one. I don't know about great, but definitely solid number one. I think DJ Moore could be great. We just, you know, we don't know yet. Was he had thrown the ball to him? I mean, really? You think about DJ Moore so far. Who has he had thrown the ball to him? Sam Darnold, 
Baker? I, I mean, it's just... I don't know. I don't know. It's... It's very, very difficult. I mean, was was Cam still there when he came in? Ooh. I think he was. Wasn't he? In 18, right? God damn it. Now I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Let's find out here real quick. Sorry. I know. I know. Yeah, relax. Okay. We got time. Uh, yes, DJ Moore came in in 18. Uh, I gotta look up all their quarterbacks. Because they've been through some shit in the past few years. Uh, quarterback... Okay. Let's see. (laughs) So what, he had Cam for a little bit? Kyle Allen? Teddy Bridgewater? He had Cam for 14. 14 games in 18, two games in 19. Taylor Heineke for one. Kyle Allen for one. Kyle Allen for 12 in 2019. Will Greer for two. 2019, again, Cam for two that year. Terry Bridgewater, 15, 2020. P.J. Walker, one in 2020. 2021, Sam Darnold, 11. Cam, five. P.J., one. 2022, Baker Mayfield, 6. Sam Darnold, 6. P.J. Walker, 5. Okay, so... First of all, he caught Cam on the on the downward slope. I think... From the Super Bowl and into the next season, Cam took a lot of shots that he never fully recovered from. Because I don't know if you guys remember or not, before the big, you know, keep quarterbacks safe push, there was like a hit out on Cam. Motherfuckers were doing whatever they could to wipe him out. I mean, they fucking planted him a couple times. Go back and watch. Not so much in 2016, but in 2017. Go back and look. But if if P.J. Walker, not P.J. Walker, fuck me. Fuck P.J. Walker. If D.J. Moore, we were talking quarterbacks and I got confused, I'm sorry. If D.J. Moore has looked that good with that group of quarterbacks, you think about 
in that group of quarterbacks, Cam in 2018 and everyone else, who's impressive? Who is a good distributor of the ball that impressed you? Name one out of all those. Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-mm. Backup. Cam, not even playing. P.J. Walker, back up on his best day. Baker, back up. Sam Darnold, about to be a, a backup again. I, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Kyle Allen, where's he at? Is he a backup somewhere? Does anyone know? I mean, what are we talking about? So we're going to find out. We're going to find out if Justin Fields can distribute the ball. Because now you're not going to have any an excuse. The Bears pass catching group is not as bad as everyone thought. They weren't good by any means. Don't get me wrong. I do not think that that was a good group. But they are not terrible. I mean, the Giants pass catchers are bad. And even then, so, how do we know that they're really bad? They got fucking Daniel Jones throwing the ball. People keep giving shit to the Giants about Kenny Galladay. And I'm like, how do you know that he just, like, Daniel Jones just couldn't get him the ball? What's the difference? Stafford got him the ball. Jared Goff got him the ball. Now we're blaming Kenny Col- Kenny Galladay because he goes there and they're like, oh, he didn't catch a single pass and this and that, not a single touchdown. Why don't we look at who's throwing it? Daniel Jones threw 15 touchdown passes. In 17 games, he threw 15 touchdown passes. He rushed for seven. People keep talking, well, you can't leave out his rushing stats. you got to take his rushing stats. I am taking his rushing stats into account. Half the quarterbacks in the league had more passing touchdowns alone than he had total touchdowns. You know why? Because he only had fucking 22. That's nothing. How many touchdowns did the two quarterbacks that played in the Super Bowl have? What about the rest of the playoff appearances? How many touchdowns did Burrow have? How many touchdowns did Josh Allen have? Total. What about Trevor Lawrence? Justin Herbert? Dak. Who sat out for what? Four, five games? Five games? Threw a lot of picks. How many touchdowns do they all have? More than 22. Pay Daniel Jones $40 million a year. You got to be fucking kidding me. Now, the big news from yesterday, uh, Jalen Ramsey... To the Dolphins, um, I like that trade. All right, and some people are mad. That, oh, 
well, he's just bailing on the Rams because now they suck again. I'm like, okay, yeah. I would do the same thing. And he's going from a state that has 13.5 income tax, 13.5% income tax, to a state that has zero income tax. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Zero percent. You know what that means? That means he just got a 13.5 increase in pay. (laughs) (laughs) Be mad at him. I'm not. Whatever. Bears signed TJ Edwards to a three-year deal. Led the Eagles in tackles last year. Hit to the Philly defense. I mean, I'm not shocked. Is anyone shocked? Of course Philly wasn't going to be able to keep this team together. I got news for you, folks. Look, you called this a rebuilding for year for the Chiefs. They could go back to the Super Bowl next year. Will they? Probably not. It's very hard to repeat. But they could. They've already appeared in two Super Bowls in a row once. But to make four in six years, that's a lot. <laughs> so... I mean, I'm not going to say it's never been done. They are a team that could go back. It's a long shot, but they could. Philly's not going to be back in the Super Bowl next year. I'm sorry. They're just not. That's going to wrap us up on this segment. Uh, I'm going to take a shit, and then we'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. Keep your seatbelts on. All right, and we're back. Uh, just a heads up, I've been burping like a biatch. Uh, but, you know, <clears throat> hopefully we'll be okay. Um, Picking up where we left off. I mean, look, there's a bunch of shit happening right now, and I'm only hitting the things that, like, I see as interesting slash important. Because, I mean, there's, like, the Eagles re-signed uh, Brandon... Graham, um, there's other little tidbits, you know, guys, I think Darren Payne got an extension with the commanders. Um, I'm not hitting all that shit. I'm hitting big stuff. I know the Eagles made a trade with the Ravens too. I'm hitting big things that are important. Okay. Um, uh, I'd say that this really isn't important, but <clears throat> uh, Patriots trading Jonu Smith to the Falcons for a seventh-round pick. I don't know. I guess Falcons want a second tight end backup, or are we going to run the old-school Patriots two tight end offense? I don't. I don't know because uh, he's not going to start over Kyle Pitts. It's just not going to happen. And the Falcons, there's another one, extending Chris uh, Lindstrom. Uh, Not really shocking. What was a shocker, from six hours ago, the Ravens released Calais Campbell. Well, Chiefs probably don't have enough money to get him. 
that would be fucking sweet. I'm trying to think about this. Oh, sorry, I had to put a chew on. You know what sucks now is that that T Law, or as Nick Wright says, the prince, the prince that was promised. Now that he looks like he's up and running, uh, all cylinders firing, it sucks that Calais Campbell is no longer in Jacksonville because now would be the perfect time for him to be hitting it in Jacksonville. Um, You know where I like Calais Campbell? I don't know that they could afford it. I mean, rookie contracts for a quarterback. Um, not really paying running backs. I don't know. Maybe they could afford it. Calais Campbell <clears throat> would probably look very good for the 49ers. I'm... I understand that that would be another addition to an already aging team, but the defense is young, and I do understand money is going to have to be shelled out. That's why I'm not sure that they would have the money to do it. The offense is what's really aging. The defense is really just starting to come into their money, which there are guys that are going to get paid. Don't get me wrong. Um. Fred Warner's going to get paid. Uh, Nick Bosa already got paid. Uh, the safety, what's his name, Ufunga? I don't remember. Um, he's going to get paid. I mean, but I don't know. If they could afford that contract. And if he was willing to do a team-friendly deal, I mean, man, that would be a scary defense. I understand that he seems like he's slowing down a little bit. But I think it's just kind of stale in Baltimore right now. Uh, They just kind of got fatigue of dealing with the whole Lamar thing for two years in a row. It seems like it's kind of bringing the whole team down. I don't know. Trying to think where else he would look good. With the news that's coming out, the big news, one thing that I wasn't necessarily right and wasn't necessarily wrong on. What did I say? I said Aaron Rodgers to the Jets doesn't feel like a good fit. I wouldn't do it if I were the Jets. I wouldn't do it if I were Aaron Rodgers. But I said it was entirely possible, and now it looks like it's coming to fruition. Um, I just, I don't know. If he doesn't show up for OTAs and mini camps and shit like that, the Jets are going to realize that they made a huge fucking mistake. Because 
That offense is pretty young. They're going to have pass catchers in their second year, running back in the second year. I mean, a lot of a lot of young guys. Um, they're talented, but you're going to have to put in the work. It's not like you still have to put in the work with veteran guys. You have to. But it's not like walking into a locker room with a bunch of veterans that know what's up. These young guys are all excited, but you have to fucking learn how to play together. You have to get along. You have to click. And if if he doesn't realize that he's going from no ownership in Green Bay to complete control, not, not him being in complete control, but going to a real owner in New York where he can't pull this kind of shit anymore. He's in it for a very rude awakening. I mean, he's the only 40-year-old diva I've ever seen. But all that being said, if that trade is really happening... I think Calais Campbell could also be a very good addition to the Packers' defense. <clears throat> Not that they need him, but could be useful. Hmm. Could also see him doing well, bringing some leadership to a young Carolina defense. But I think he would do really well in San Francisco. I don't know. Time will tell. Um, Jason Kelsey returning for 2023 season. Uh, I'm not really surprised by that. I figured that Lane Johnson would retire before he did. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they both retired next year um so we'll see big daddy called it look i said i was wrong on Derek carr i was 50 mm, percent wrong 50 percent right on aaron Rodgers. i called it on jimmy g the Raiders just made sense. Him and Josh McDaniel are boys. Um, he knows the offense. I mean, it just just makes sense. Was anybody really shocked by this? Aside from the one dummy that thought he was going to go to the Commanders. Like, what? Of course not. Of course he's going to go play for Josh McDaniels. Now, I think... Releasing Derek Carr... And signing Jimmy G... Is a ridiculous move. But you are going to save some money... Three years, 
34 guaranteed. So you're you're saving a lot of money. But in the AFC West, I think it's safe to say the Raiders are going to be in last place. Just saying. I think Justin Herbert now with Kellen Moore, the Chargers can make a real battle for first with the Chiefs. Everybody knows division games are tough, and the Chiefs have struggled with the Chargers the past couple years. Uh, Even splitting, what was that, last year they split? Right, I think. I don't remember. I I don't think the Broncos are going to be as stellar as everyone thinks. Same as last year. I do think Sean Payton is good for at least a few more wins. I don't know that that Jimmy G is. So I'm going to go probably Chiefs 1, Chargers 2. Both make the playoffs. Broncos solidly 3. And... The Raiders cemented in fourth place. And Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. The AFC East might be the toughest division in football now. I mean, if Tua can stay healthy. If... Josh Allen can not turn the ball over 32 times in 17 games. And Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets as long as he puts the time in with the young guys. And, I mean, the Patriots are probably going to miss the playoffs again next year. But I don't see them being a three or four win team. I think they'll still end up being, you know, probably seven, eight wins. I don't know. Um, Also, the Jets sending Mike White to Miami. Uh, I would have sent Zach Wilson. (laughs) I mean, honestly. At this point, I would have sent Zach Wilson. Nobody in the locker room likes him. The kid doesn't have it. I I don't care. You want to give him a year to try and learn. From Aaron Rodgers that doesn't mean that just because Aaron Rodgers comes in and tries to show him the ropes, that doesn't mean he actually learned shit. I would have kept Mike White. But, you know, whatever. Uh, Jimmy G again heading to the Raiders. Jarrett Stidham going to the Broncos to be back up. Who cares? Uh, Broncos also signing Mike McGlinchey, McGlinky. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, they signed Ben Powers earlier. They're making moves on the offensive line. Uh, 49ers <clears throat> signed, uh, Javon Hargrave. Man. Okay. 
but I'd still like to see Calais Campbell there, which I mean, it's probably not going to happen. But whatever. Whatever, man. Carolina uh, signing Von Bell. The Bears signing Tremaine Edmonds. Falcons signing Jesse Bates, the third. So that's two safeties from the Bengals gone. And the Steelers signing Patrick Peterson. Ooh. Ooh. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. It's a good addition. I mean, even if he is getting up there, that's still that's still really good leadership coming into the locker room. Uh, the Chiefs signing Jawan Taylor, four years, eighty mil, guaranteed sixty. Uh, and also. The 49ers signed Sam Darnold on a one-year deal to be their backup and potentially potentially contend for the starting job. No, he's not. He's not going to contend for the starting job. It's not going to happen. He's, he's not a starter. He's just not. Also, uh, Austin Eckler put in a request with the Chargers to seek a trade after contract talks stalled. Interesting. Uh, two days ago, uh, Jamal Williams. Uh, there's a mutual interest in reunion for Jamal Williams. But the Bills, Bengals, and Jets are also showing interest. I don't know. I don't know. That's about really all the big breaking news that I've seen so far. Um, I don't know. Things are going to continue to get crazy over the next week or two. A lot of people making stupid moves. And the Jets going all in on Aaron Rodgers. I mean... I understand you got a lot of young guys, but you don't want to end up like the Bucks and the Rams and the Saints. But I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Um So the new season of Fortnite 
is live. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's nice to see big map changes, finally. Um, they're doing like a uh, Japan feel. There's like some old school Japan, like samurai type stuff feel to it. Um, and there's also a new city spot. Um, I don't know all the names of them yet. I've only played it like twice. Uh, the hammer was reduced by the, not reduced, replaced by the sword. Uh, so the hammer, you get the bounces, you get the smash, whatever. So now with the sword, you don't get a bounce. It's it's just a lunge. It's way more OP. It is completely straight directed in any direction. Um, it comes back way faster. You don't travel as far, but now it's... You gain one back every 10 seconds instead of 20. So you can actually travel further faster. Um, and, you know, uh, the cuts, It whenever you do a melee attack with it, it deals 150 damage. So you're not getting the smashing power of the 500 with the hammer, but it's all in all, it's quicker. It's more effective. Um, they also have some, um, I, I don't know what you want to call them, light rails. I don't know. Kind of like the thing that Apex has with Broken Moon, you know, you can ride the rails. Now you're actually, on Fortnite, you had the rails that you actually ride on top of instead of hanging from on Fortnite. Uh, brings about great movement abilities. But it's just around the new city. Um, and the battle pass. The battle pass is way better than last season. I mean, way better. Um... And just all around, it's better. I mean, but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. A uh, new season of Rocket League is live as well now. Um, the new car is a Volkswagen Golf GTI. I've been playing with it. It's actually kind of good. I actually kind of like it. It's a lot like the Fennec. Um. With a little bit different of a hitbox, but still, I, I, I like it. I get some quick movement out of it. Sorry, spit much of that. Hope that's better. Um, Sadly, I came in on doubles ranked Diamond 2, Division 3 to start, and now I'm fucking teetering Division 3 and Division 4. Again, I will do the same fucking thing I did entire last season as Division, you know, Diamond 
two, division three, division four, maybe on up into diamond three, division one, division two. All last season, I went no lower than diamond two, division three, and no higher than diamond three, division two. <laughs> So I think it's safe to say I'm kind of hard stuck at this point. Um, oh, God, sorry. Oh, God, I had to clear my shit out. Man, that was awful. I just want to fucking hit champ. God damn it. The problem is, is I play with my brother. And he stays around high diamond three, low champ one. Uh, We ended last season, me diamond three, division two, and him champ one, division two, I believe. That's where we ended at. So the problem is, is when we get in there, we're playing against a lot of champs. And, I mean, we split, probably. Like, I have the ability to beat champs, but then we also lose to the same amount of champs. So it's like, I don't know, the game just refuse to believe that I can get there even though I am performing at that level. Which I find to be <clears throat> ridiculous. So, I don't know. Hopefully I can make things happen this season. I hope. I'm grinding, man. I am fucking grinding. <sighs> man, there's like so much shit going on right now that I just do not want to fucking talk about. So it was finally released that I don't know if it's for certain but that it's at least highly likely, which basically means they're 100% certain, that COVID came from a lab in Wuhan, which is what I thought we all thought until a couple days ago. I found out that apparently that that's problematic to think that. It, or it was problematic to think that until it came out that that's what happened. And I'm like, I, I thought we were all in agreement that that's where it came from. <laughs> I don't know. And I... Normally, I like to listen to uh, Joe Rogan. I know, typical white guy. 
Um, I mean, I don't agree with everything he says. There are some times where I'm like, good God, Joe, you are a fucking moron. Uh, but he's kind of been on this I was right kick the past few weeks. And it's like, yeah, I I get it. You're right. That's fine. You said that it came from a lab. And now we find out that it came from a lab. I, I understand that. I don't need you to fucking say it 20 fucking times in every episode you do now. Like, we get it, man. You called that. Oh, sorry. I'm trying to adjust my table because it's kind of like bouncing. I don't know if you guys hear that. It's like, yeah, I hear that. That's a leg bouncing. <sighs> Hold on just a second here. That was a long extended period of time, but no table bounce now. Yay. So much better. Oh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. 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 It's like, dude, I get so fucking tired. And I listened to, I don't know why I listened to it. I, I knew what it was going to be. I listened to the Russell Brand episode from last week. Or, I don't remember, maybe even two weeks ago. I don't, I don't know, it doesn't really matter. I should have known what it was going to be. And they're all talking about, like, Russell Brand's like, oh yeah, I watch... Tucker Carlson and people think that he's like some crazy right-wing extremist and he's not he's not a crazy extremist yes he is what the fuck are you talking only somebody that thinks completely conservatively thinks that Tucker Carlson is not an extremist <laughs> like I do know people that vote Republican that are I don't know, somewhat level-headed people. I mean, who, who's to say who's really level-headed? I mean, honestly, so everybody's got a little bit of crazy to them. But, yeah, they're like, he's not an extremist. He's not some crazy right-wing guy. And, and I'm like, he absolutely is and of course they go on you know Joe is I don't know trying to fucking I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is 
he's like standing up for Alex Jones. And they're like, you know, people don't realize he's been right about a lot of things and blah, 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 this and that. And I'm like, Jesus, I wasn't even paying attention. We ran out of time on that. That's why it cut me off mid-sentence there. Um. Anyways, like I was saying, uh, yeah, Joe's like trying to defend Alex Jones. He's always been right about a lot of things. And, you know, well, you know, sometimes, you know, he was completely wrong about this and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, he's been right about this and that. And I'm like, dude, dude. Why are you defending these fucking nut jobs? I understand that Joe is conservative. And that's fine. You don't have to defend nut jobs. It's like, we know that you're a conspiracy theorist. But... God... I need to stop viewing Russell Brand as a comedian and start viewing him as the dumb shit fucking I'm a free thinker type of person. Because anyone that's out there talking about how they're such a free thinker and they don't want to follow it, you know, the crowd and this and that, like... You're not. You're not a free thinker. You're just following the wrong crowd and trying to defend it. <laughs> like, that doesn't make you special. You're not special. N- no one is special. Aside from maybe Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes might be special. But, uh, just ridiculous i don't know i like listening to a show but he gets on these fucking kicks like this and i'm just like dude shut the fuck up dude i get it you're right about this thing you're right about the fucking lab you were i don't know maybe half right about the ivermectin but It doesn't mean you have to be a jackass about it, dude. Like, I get it. I get it. People attacked you. I understand that. I'm attacking you for a different reason. I'm attacking you because you're being a jackass. And also going on your show, and you constantly talk about how much you love Alex Jones, and now how much you love Tucker Carlson. It's not a good look, dude. It's not. You can vote Republican... And still think that Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones are what they are. Morons. Crazy, asinine, fucking idiots. That's what they are. I don't care if you vote for Ron DeSantis on the upcoming election. That's fine. Do your thing. Good. Great. Grand. No yelling on the bus. That doesn't mean you have to stick up for crazy people. That is not the fucking corner you want to be in. 
you talk about CNN and NBC editing, uh, you know, video of you to make you look sick and this and that. Doesn't Tucker Carlson consistently edit things so that they play in the way that he's trying to get the public to perceive them? Use your fucking brain, man. One news station may be lying to you. If you find out that news station is lying to you, and then you find out another news station is lying to you, maybe all of them are lying to you. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch NBC. I sure as shit don't watch Fox. Use your fucking brain. Use your brain. You constantly talk about how you're such a free thinker. Why don't you show me that you are? Huh? Use your fucking head. They're all lying to you. They all take big corporate paychecks. They all have something to gain. just don't get it, man. I just don't get it how these people think that they're so fucking smart, yet still continued, continued to be fooled by the other side. I don't let none of them motherfuckers fool me, dude. I don't let any of them fool me. Well, you think that just because I fucking hate Trump and that I, I don't vote Republican means that I trust Biden? Fuck no, I don't trust Biden. He can barely put a fucking sentence together anymore. What are we talking about? He is deteriorating at an alarming rate. Just use your fucking brains, people. Oh, and on top of using your brain. Here's a topic, kids. Good God, I hope the Democrats run somebody other than Joe Biden. Holy fuck, do not make us reelect Joe Biden, please, for the love of shit. Because I'm pretty sure... The next race will be run by whatever Democratic candidate shows up. Because Republicans cannot decide who they want to support. (laughs) 
you've got all of the big names are basically out on Trump. The news stations, the fucking... Everybody's basically out on Trump. But... A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people are still all in on Trump. A hundred percent. They will fucking fight and die for him. But the party seems to be pressing for Ron DeSantis. Which, I don't know. I don't, you know, whatever. But if you can't decide, you're probably going to lose. That being said, I don't know, the, the entire party and the people may unify around one candidate after the primaries. It would be hard to see all the talking heads um, from Fox turn around and try to act like they didn't all shut out Trump. I don't know. Because <laughs> it's... It's pretty noticeable. It's been noticeable since they started doing it. And I just... you know, I don't know how you're going to defend... Your take this whole time. But... I don't know. I guess we'll see. And fuck, if Ron DeSantis runs and wins, fine, whatever. I don't love him, but he'd still be better than Trump. Absolutely, he'd be better than Trump. Uh, I just want one race where it's not just 70-plus-year-old white guys. I mean, honestly. I get tired of the shit, man. I really get tired of it. Oh, God.
I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Honestly, it, I mean, it's kind of depressing to think about that it's coming up this quickly. Um, it's just odd. I mean, fuck if 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 they run Biden again, I don't, I don't know that I'll vote. Honestly. I just do not want to see him be in a position of power anymore that he clearly cannot handle. He just can't, man. I mean, I understand he's a career politician and, you know, he kind of knows his shit, but still, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Tired. Tired, bro. So, one thing that I want to talk about, and and anybody that knows me, knows that I am, uh, I don't know if advocate is the right word, enthusiast, I don't know, believer, I don't know. Uh, we were talking about at work today, uh, just, you know, different uh, things that the masses might think of as conspiracies but that are actually not really conspiracies that there's proof of some of these things and people just don't want to listen or pay attention or think I don't know uh, one being like uh, I'm not going to go on a big you know, giant spiel about this but Uh, basically, if you look at like early iterations of Christianity, it was like Lucifer was cast out of heaven onto earth by God, right? So like Satan existed, but... Hell wasn't really a place. And it wasn't really until the Catholic Church came about and started to realize that, you know, all the people in power started to realize that they were really, really outnumbered by the poor people that they were trying to control. So what did the Catholic Church do? They created a terrifying place that you would go when you died if you don't 
listen to us, if you don't spend all your time with us, if you don't give tithes to the church. And there was a fucking, you know, the, um, God damn it. What's the, what am I trying to say? Scripture or passage? I don't know, whatever. Of, you know, the rich man giving uh, a large amount of money and thinking that he was better than everybody. And then the poor woman comes and gives two coins. And then, you know, they say that, oh, she, she gave more. And the rich is going, what? What are you talking about? Like, this is a paraphrasing here. The rich guy is like, what are you talking about? I gave all this money. She just gave two measly coins. And they say, well, she gave more because this is all she has. It may be less. But you have much more to give and only gave a small amount of what you have. She gave everything she had to the church. And that made her a good Christian. What does that tell you? The Catholic Church invented hell to keep poor people poor. They invented hell to keep poor people in line so that they can continue to control the people. They could continue to do whatever they want, including but not limited to molesting boys. Because if you think that that's a new thing, it's not. It's been going on for a thousand years, if not longer. At least, in, you know, in the Catholic Church. <laughs> but anyways, that's just, you know, one thing that isn't really a conspiracy, but people refuse to listen to. And I can pretty much have a conversation with anybody about anything. There are some things that I I just I will not listen to. Like the whole, you know, there's a secret city in Antarctica thing. I think we talked about that on like one of the early episodes. I don't remember. Um, there's a secret city in Antarctica uh, behind a... a giant just massive ice wall and it's got billionaires and aliens and mythical creatures and they control society and the rest of the world is just a farm for them and this and that and i'm like okay dude you can go to antarctica you can go there if you want you can see it people well the military controls parts of it that you can't see dude if there was going to be some giant ice wall that Cover it up an entire city. I think you'd be able to see it for a fucking while. 
It's not always a fucking snowstorm down there. It's not always snowing. You can still get pretty clear skies. Haven't you ever seen any of the documentaries and they do about the wildlife? Sometimes shit looks pretty clear out there. You'd be able to see the motherfucker. You couldn't hide it from everybody. They're just ridiculous. Just a ridiculous fucking thing to say. Just, oh, God. That was fucking dumb. But one thing. And the people that refuse to believe it, I absolutely will not have a conversation with. I won't listen to a fucking thing they say. If people are not at least open to the possibility of aliens existing, and I am not at all open to the idea of speaking more than two words to you. So uh, there's multiple things that I'm going to talk about with this. And I could go on and on on this subject for hours, probably even days. But um, trying to think of where I want to start. So I guess we'll start with the religion aspect of it. Look, if you believe in God, great, more power to you, fine, whatever, dandy, good for you, don't care. If you believe that God created the earth and created us in his image and created no other life, Anywhere in this ever-expanding universe. I think. And a lot of people think. That you are. A buffoon. Firstly. And secondly. In some way or another. You may not even realize it. That you are completely narcissistic. Maybe not you yourself. You may not think that you are the center of the universe. But it makes you narcissistic for the human race as a human to believe that we are the center of the universe. I got news for you, pal. They found proof of running water. I feel like I've talked about this before. I don't care. This is a subject that I like to talk about a lot. 
but they found proof that there used to be running water on Mars. On our next door neighbor, real quick, what comes with running water? Anybody? No answers? I'll tell you. Life. Life comes with running water. Okay. All types of life. And my personal belief, and this this may be getting a little out there for you, my personal belief is that once upon a time, perhaps billions of years ago, Mars looked a lot like Earth. And that there was a some type of higher life forms, evolved life forms, something, I don't know. Maybe a lot like us, maybe nothing like us. But I believe that Mars used to look a lot like the Earth and that there was life on Mars. Yes, David Bowie. I do believe there was life on Mars. And that the inhabitants of the world did to Mars what we humans are doing to Earth right now. Just destroying it. Destroying the atmosphere so that there is no more protection. And that will eventually just become a barren wasteland, much like Mars is. That's what I believe. I could be completely off. I don't claim to know. But if you claim to know that there is no possibility, then you're crazy. We're about out of time on this segment. When we come back, I'm going to touch on this a little bit more. So, don't go anywhere. 
We'll be right back. All right, and we're back. So <clears throat> that's the, uh, I mean, the basic points of the past on it. Now let's get into the present. I mean, for starters, I do not believe we have made any contact. I had a guy. Oh, I just shit my pants. Uh, I had a guy a few weeks ago say that, how do you think that we got all that new technology? Uh, this is a guy that's almost 60. Okay, cut him some slack. How do you think we get all that new technology? It ain't us coming up with it. It's, it's. You know, they got it from, you know, an alien ship, you know, it crashed here or something. And, and they're just, you know, figuring it out as time goes on. Look, I guess that is technically possible. But also, that is a ridiculous thought. I mean, good God. You found a way to simultaneously give people no credit and also way too much credit. Let me explain. You're giving people no credit because you're saying that no one is actually smart enough to ever come up with these plans, these ideas, this technology, all of this stuff just off of, you know, out of their own minds. You're also giving people too much credit for believing that they are introducing these new findings to the world in a timely manner. Because I'll tell you what it is. I, is it entirely possible? Look, I don't know. It's not entirely possible. Is it possible that that is the case? Sure. But I'm going to go. I, I'd say I'm probably about 102% sure that that is not the case. So. <clears throat> What it really is, is do you notice how when Apple released the first smartphone, it's the same with, with Microsoft and, and, and Dell and all these other things when computers really just started that you had the household computers. Then you had the, the, the laptops. Then they started to get better with every year. But what really ramped it up, when Apple released the first iPhone, it changed the world forever. 
And a lot of people at the time probably didn't think that it was changing the world forever. Probably didn't realize that it was changing the world forever. But it did. The first iPhone changed the world forever. Since then, I don't know if you've noticed, but a new iPhone comes out damn near every year. And with every passing one, there's just minute upgrades. Things that other technology already has. They're just like, oh yeah, it took us a year to figure out how to make it smaller to fit in this phone. Because, you know, computers already had this type of stuff. Okay. What it really is, is if you think... That they couldn't have skipped from the iPhone 1 to the 3 or the 4 without the intermediate steps. You're crazy. They absolutely could have. Absolutely. As soon as the technology opened up, the room... For increasing advancements became astronomical. I promise. What is really the difference between the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 12? And then the iPhone 14, and eventually the 15, and then the 16. What's really the difference between the 13 and the 12? A little bit of functionality, a very small bit of functionality. And the camera? What else? Oh, they can handle 5G now. Okay. So the processing power of the phone is now designed to move with the speed of 5G. I'll listen to that one for sure. I'll listen to that. Because, you know, as far as technological advancements go, I mean, Internet is the number one race. And if you want to take this guy's stance and say, oh, they're getting all this new technology from a crash alien ship. I'm telling you, man, that ain't how the Internet works. And I promise you, the race for the internet is a, is a man-made race. Okay. But every year, there's only small increases on the iPhone 
because after they changed the world with the first iPhone, what happened? They may have been wealthy before. They for sure weren't poor at the time. Steve Jobs wasn't poor anymore when when the first iPhone dropped. But now, now he had the ability to be, to gain an entire new amount of wealth by making small, just a very few, very small upgrades to the phone every year. And people buy the new one every year. Not everybody. I don't. I wait until my phone is on the its last legs to go get a new phone. And that takes about three years every time. I went from... I got an iPhone 4 that ended up getting destroyed and it just wouldn't run anymore. So I had to get a 6. Then I went from a 6 to a 10. And then a 10 to a 13. Is what I have now. So that's where you're giving no credit and also too much credit. There are geniuses in the world, but once they gain notoriety and start to see a little bit of wealth. They want more of it. It's human nature. Not all of them. I'm not saying all geniuses are like that. Bill Gates at one point may not have been in it for the money. I'm telling you right now, he is fucking in for the money now. He's all about the goddamn money now, bud. But that being said, man, there's so many. I'm just trying to not because I don't have a whole lot of time. To, to go into this, so I may make this a, a two-parter. We may talk more about it in the next episode. We'll see. I don't know. But people that believe that we have made contact, we haven't made contact. Okay. We just haven't. People think that fuzzy Navy video constitutes a UFO. I'm here to tell you, bud, just because people think they saw something 
doesn't mean they actually saw shit. Okay. So, let me run you the deal. God damn it. I know, I know. I'm going to have to end up talking more about it on the next episode I do. But... The okay, so if we're really seeing, I don't know, whatever UFOs or whatever in these videos, if that's really what's taking place, then that would mean that they are taking surveillance. Because if there is an attack, I promise you're going to fucking know there's an attack. They're not going to pull up one or two ships deep, bud. They're going to pull up with an entire fucking fleet of ships. Okay. So if there was a hostile threat, it would become very fucking clear very fucking quickly. But if they're just taking surveillance, don't you think, wouldn't it just just a little bit make sense that if this race of beings has the ability to travel from wherever they come from, whatever planet, whatever galaxy, wherever it may be. If they have the ability to travel, to make space travel, that distance, wouldn't it make sense that they would be able to do Surveillance from outer space? Like, no, 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 no. No, they can travel God knows how many light years to get here. You know, humans have never even been further than the moon, uh, you know. But. They can travel all this distance and what their cameras suck. <laughs> they don't they don't have long range microphones or you know listening devices. <laughs> what a ridiculous thing to believe. <laughs> What are we talking about here? 
Does that make sense? The, the short answer is no, it doesn't make sense. We have not made contact. Okay. I still wholeheartedly believe that there is something out there. And hell, maybe it's like uh maybe if maybe it's like a Pacific Rim thing where deep down in the ocean there's a fucking rift to a, another dimension lying dormant. Cause, dude, I tell you what. I it's not I don't have like a fear of water or like large bodies of water i'm not really scared of a lake because i know what's in the lake okay like sure there are lakes in the u.s that i want no business being a part of uh lakes that have uh carnivorous type creatures in them But, you know, I just don't particularly like swimming in lakes because they're yucky. They're usually, at least around here anyway, like Lake of the Ozarks is just disgusting. I mean, it, it really is, dude. It is just nasty. Any lake that is like a big time party lake, I promise, is gross. Shit doesn't get filtered. People puke and shit and drink and fuck and do all this other stuff in the lake. Not to mention the fish that are in there. The nasty, grimy trash. Whatever shit that people dump in the lake. I mean, it is disgusting. So I don't particularly like swimming in that because it's filthy. I'm not afraid of any living thing that's in the Lake of the Ozarks unless suddenly there's, you know, alligators or crocodiles or whatever the fuck in there. Um, but, yeah, I'm good. It's, it's yucky. If I want to go swim, I'll just swim in a pool that I know I'm like, okay, the worst thing that's in here is someone's piss. And at least it's got the chemicals in it, so it's not, you know, terrible. It's not great, but it's it could be worse, right? And it's being filtered and cleaned and whatnot. I can live with that. Something about swimming in human and fish feces and human and fish cum and vomit and trash and whatever fucking nasty shit might be in there. Yeah, you can just you can miss me with it, bud. That's that's disgusting. But the ocean I am 
terrified of the ocean. Okay. Not just because there are things in there that would eat me given the opportunity. But because there might be things in there that I don't even know exist that would eat me giving the given the opportunity. Okay, like the Marianas Trench is literally seven fucking miles deep. Seven fucking miles, bro. Even if you have the ability to get down there, you don't have the ability to be everywhere down there. You're looking at one spot at a time, bud. Because you're not going to take a large sub down there. If you have the ability to, you're not taking a, a big submarine down there. It's just not happening. Because you don't know what you're going to run into. I mean, it's a trench. You're going to have to deal with some shit. There's going to be... You know, I mean, it's it's like... It's a giant crevice. There's like going to be giant rocks and all, all kinds of shit down there, man. So, yeah, point being, you're going to take a small craft down there. You're going to take a small sub down there. Which means you're not going to be able to cover as much ground. <laughs> which means you're just seeing less. I don't know. I I wholeheartedly believe that there is something down at the bottom of the Marianas Trench that that I do not want to fucking know about uh, until it's too late, and then it'll be out of my control, and you know whatever. And that that's the time for panic is when it's too late. And there's nothing you can do about it. And there's something that could be done that is not when I want to be panicking because then there's there's too many questions. You know, once it's too late, I'm like, eh, oh well. Guess we're all dead. <laughs> but anyway, back to my original point is that if we had made contact, you wouldn't be able to hide it. You 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 would not be able to hide it. And like the people that like a few years ago wanted to storm Area 51, which is, I mean, Darwinism as at its finest. People are like, oh, they won't want the public to see whatever they have there. We got to get in there. We got to see. It's a military base, okay? You can't get into any military base without proper clearance slash permission slash you have to be with somebody there, I mean, like, it's a military base. Like, pull your head out of your ass. 
And also, it's like a 500-mile block of just open desert that you have to make it through to a 50-mile square. All, all while being shot at. And then you can actually get to the buildings. <laughs> but you're going to be dodging sniper rounds, you know, machine gun rounds, possibly artillery. <laughs> I mean, I just... Yeah, Darwinism at its at its finest. Survival of the fittest is what that would have been. I say you should have let them do it. It would have been fucking hilarious to watch. But... <clears throat> that being said, maybe once upon a time... If they had any contact with aliens and if they had any kind of technology or dead bodies, whatever the shit, maybe once upon a time, they might have been stored at Area 51. As soon as the internet came about, there ain't shit at Area 51 no more, bud. Anything they got to hide... Is not at no goddamn base on the surface. It is far underground. People think, what, that you think there's just a bunker below the White House for the president to get to? You think there's just one? Bro, I'm here to tell you there's a bunker in every major city in the country. There is a place for the president to go. Everywhere he might go. That is a fucking promise. Of course you don't know where it, where it is. That would kind of defeat the fucking purpose of it. Yes, the motherfucker will be heavily guarded. But anything that they got to hide from you that would cause worldwide panic amongst the public... Shit's underground, bro. Where you ain't never gonna find it. Pull your head out of your ass. Look, if aliens were surveilling us, you wouldn't know about it. And if they came here to attack, you would fucking know about it very quickly. It's like people see these fucking lights in the sky and they're like, what's this? Oh, oh, it just so happened that we see these lights in the sky while, is it Venus and Saturn? Uh, what was that? Were those the planets that were in line the other night? I don't remember. It just so happens that these three lights appear in the sky while these planets are aligned. It's got to be. No. No, I don't know what it is. But if they have the ability to see us, and perform surveillance. They know. They're like, oh yeah. Uh-uh. Not these guys. 
Uh, these guys can't even stop fighting each other based on, you know, their skin color. Based on sexual orientation. They are not ready to be a part of something bigger. And we're not. We're just not. Until everyone sees that racism and homophobia are ridiculous things, ridiculous ideologies, then we're not ready to be a part of something higher. That's that's just a fact. But, you know. I have so much shit to say about this and I just, I can't cover it in the next minute and 13 seconds. So, um, we're going to put a pin in it. I'm going to come back with more on the next episode. Maybe give some examples, you know, debunk some things. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll make some things play. But uh, for now, that's going to do it here for us. Uh, Thank you guys again for continuing to listen. Uh, Appreciate the support. Uh, Would love some more support. Uh, I am not too proud and I am unashamed. So, yeah, spread the word. If, If you dig it, spread the word. Um, but yeah, thanks for checking in with us here at Hopelessly Unchecked. I have been your host, Matt Elder, and we will see you next time. Take it easy, kids.